Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshin Shoshana, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. The unshakable road to love. <clears throat> the unshakable road to a beautiful day. All of these are the same. The unshakable road to your life blooming, 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 blooming. <clears throat> and every day is a day of blooming. Can't be any any other way. Unless we cloud it over with dwelling upon negativity, worries, what could happen, paying attention to the endless, I mean endless, <clears throat> waves of negative messages, fear, anxiety. We're actually living in a tsunami right now of negativity. Particularly an onslaught of fear, fantasy, images, everything to really distort and to unanchor us to turn our reality inside out <clears throat> so that we're even more confused than usual. <clears throat> so that our normal anchors are not available to us. However, however, there's a very good news here. Our normal anchors, our true anchors, are not outside of ourselves. They're not in what happens in the world out there. That can never be a true root or a true anchor. That's the world of fluctuation and often of imagination. The highs, the lows, the ups, the downs. <clears throat> Don't look for your anchor there <clears throat> because you will become unanchored if you do. You know, the title of today's podcast is Where Do You Put Your Trust? Very simple question. And you know, Zen practice is always nothing but very simple little questions, little comments, which are atomic and profound and which contain the world and which will open up your world. So here is one. We never really take a moment to, to, to think about it or to contemplate it or dwell with it or sit with it. I like that word better. Just sit with it. Don't think about it. <clears throat> take it in and do zazen with it. That's what we do with our koans. We sit with them, meaning we enter just the simplicity of this moment, our breath, whatever is in this moment. And we stay there without jumping to the next moment, rolling backwards to the past moment, without judging, thinking about all the different things that arise. There is always the arisal. Many things arise as we sit and as we live. <clears throat> And we just stay with that. Don't cling to it. Don't push it away. Just stay with it. And it leaves on its own. It transmutes. It transforms. Sometimes it informs us. Sometimes it misinforms us. Doesn't matter. We just stay put. I like that. Just stay put. That's a wonderful instruction. Beautiful. Sometimes a couple will have a fight. Oh, I hate him. I don't love him. He's not a good person, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> we immediately, we flare up. It's very easy 
to flare up very quickly like a little firecracker, boom. And then unfortunately, we take action based on a flare-up. However, if we just stay put, that doesn't happen anymore. The flare-up flares away. And the next moment comes, it might be a very beautiful moment between the two of you. And actually, none of the moments really matter. What matters is just stay put. Just be there. Take it all. And little by little, it will evolve and emerge. And right action is always revealed by itself. But somehow you have to go through, step by step, some kind of a journey, you could call it. Looks like years pass. But we just stay put. There's a, there's a beautiful gift in all of this, although often we don't see that gift. We don't know what it is. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what to trust, not to trust. It's okay to feel that way. <clears throat> it's profoundly okay. Because it can be very, very confusing. And, and, and contradictory, all of the impressions we receive. So just stay put. <laughs> I love that. It's a great way to describe Zazen. Stay put and let it all come. Let it enter, let it leave, let it come, let it go. And the one within, your actual being is absorbing what has to be absorbed. It's digesting the many impressions. It's keeping that which is nourishing. It's letting go of that which is not. But it happens outside of our awareness. And that is fascinating, isn't it? Fascinating. There's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little saying, which is, we are by Suzuki Roshi. We are like loaves of bread in the oven, baking when we're in Zazen, and in life too, of course, and in the womb, and wherever we are. It's a beautiful image. We're baking many ingredients, and the warmth of the oven is cooking us. We're being cooked, baked. Everything is coming together, and when it's bread, it's bread. <laughs> when it's ready, it's ready. The bread doesn't jump up and down. It, all of the ingredients have to sift together. And slowly it rises and becomes, from all a mix of different ingredients, it becomes delicious bread. <clears throat> what a wonderful image. What a wonderful, beautiful image of our life and of a good way to be. Bake in the oven. Just stay there and bake. I'll tell you another very beautiful image, which when they describe Zazen practice and working on a koan, and a koan is a question, insoluble question. It's very soluble. Of course, there's always, always wonderful answers, but you are the answer to the koan. And in order to realize that and in order to for that answer to emerge, this is the instruction given. When working on a koan, 
sit on sit down on your cushion and sit with the koan as if you are a mother hen sitting on her nest waiting for the chicks to be born. Now that's also gorgeous. Stay put like the mother hen. She doesn't leave those chicks. They need her warmth. They need her presence. She just doesn't get frantic. Are they growing enough? Do I have to check every single minute? What can I do to help them grow? She just stays put through all their different evolution, through all the phases, and she provides stability, constancy, warmth. And the mother hen trusts the process itself. That's what she trusts, the process of life itself, because it is a process. We're all in the oven cooking, being baked, or we're little, we're like the little eggs, the little chicks, waiting to pop out and to be born. Same, same idea. We don't think of ourselves that way, and we don't think of our job is just to say, put, what do you mean? Shouldn't I race around? Shouldn't I learn more tools and techniques? Shouldn't I do this? Shouldn't I do that? The answer is no. (laughs) No. No. Just stay put. Very profound teaching. Now, this doesn't mean to be passive. It doesn't mean to tune out. It doesn't mean to disconnect. Not at all. It means to be fully present and silent. And in that silence and non-moving state, oh my goodness, you're giving the opportunity for so much healing and wisdom to bubble up and emerge and to drench you and to drench the little eggs that you're sitting on. The heat itself is baking the bread. It looks like nothing is happening that way. Sometimes for a long time, you put a seed into the earth and it looks like nothing is happening. Seeds in the earth. So what? But then suddenly the sprout pops up. So under, under the earth, out of our sight, So much has been happening that we're not even aware of. So much growth, so much beauty. And and then the sprout comes. And then a flower blooms. Where did that all come from? Where did that come from? Where did this little chick come from? Where did the bread come from? We don't know. How that all happens is out of sight, out of consciousness. And yet it is going on all by itself. And then what happens? The bread comes out of the oven when it's ready. Here we are. We're all cooked. Delicious bread. Proud. Oh, my goodness. The bread rose just the right way. It's just the right amount of time in the oven. And we can take a look at delicious bread. Smells good. Tastes good. And what happens to the bread? It gets eaten up. It's here to serve and to nourish others. Just 
worth thinking about that for a moment, or not thinking about it, but taking that fact in. What about the little chicks? What about any of the flower? Everything comes to nourish others, to enjoy its moment of blooming, to give others pleasure. You see a beautiful flower. Oh my goodness. Lifts the heart. You see a delicious loaf of bread. Yummy. So all of life is interchangeable in that it comes to give beauty, to give moments of hope, to play, be playful like the little chicks, and then maybe later on to nourish others. So it's good to see in Zazen how we are being nourished and how as we get up from the, our sitting, we nourish others as well. How beautiful that process itself. And if we just trust the process, the positive process of life, the nourishing process, in, in the middle of that process, we get weeds also that would have to be pulled out. <clears throat> weeds that have to be pulled out of the garden because they will strangle the flower. They'll prevent the flower from blooming. But those weeds, we put them back into the soil and they become mulch. They become fertilizer so that the new seeds, the new blooms are even more beautiful. They nourish the soil too. So even that which looks like a weed in your life, <clears throat> an obstacle, something awful, take it out, put it back into the soil and let it nourish and guide and inform the rest of your life. Nothing is wasted. Everything exists to benefit everything else. Even when we see so much painful experiences, it can make us appreciate those that are, that are nourishing and good so much more. And we learn to recognize what's needed and what's valuable and how everything goes together for the good. That's a very, very, very beautiful statement. It's a koan. It's an extremely important practice. <clears throat> Everything goes together for the good. Everything. Insects take care of certain parts of the world. Rains are needed. Everything goes together for the good. Even the mistakes we make, which are weeds in our garden, wonderful. Thank you for the mistake, because we've learned so much from it. That's a good question to ask. What have I learned from this? And how can I use it to nourish myself and others? So once we enter that process, we're at home and we can trust it. The more we trust it, the more we can see for ourselves how it works. The more we rely on it, the happier we become. Even, even in hard times, we can be happy because we know it's, everything works together for the good. 
That is a profoundly uplifting and healing moment to see that. You know, they say to get enlightened takes lifetimes and many lifetimes. Not at all. It can happen in one moment, just one moment, if you see truly the goodness, the beauty, and the process of life itself. So don't get caught by the weeds. Don't get caught. Just see when they have to be pulled out, they'd have to be pulled out. And then how do you put those weeds into the earth again? And how do they become fertilizer for new growth? So thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure, as always, to talk to you. If you want to email me about anything, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And the URL for the podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. Thank you. Bye-bye.